Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. The Institute for Justice continues to do great work, uh, and a lot of my viewers have supported them, and I appreciate that very much because I am a big supporter of theirs as well. And so whenever they get a big victory, I'll get a bunch of emails from people who say, Steve, I just got this email from the Institute for Justice. And so, so did I. And so this is a good one. Appeals court reverses qualified immunity for deputy who held New Mexico man at gunpoint. And it's a crazy story. And the weird part is, is that a trial court, when they first heard this case, said, oh, you can't sue the cop for that. And when you hear it, you're like, what? <laughs> and so a court on appeal has said, no, yes, you can. Yes, you can. So an off-duty New Mexico sheriff's deputy assaulted a man. The deputy went to jail, but he still got qualified immunity after the man sued. And so when the man filed the lawsuit, the first court said, well, what the officer did was not so clearly wrong that he would have known that that was uh, wrong, despite the fact that he went to jail. Uh, Don't we expect the officers to understand how the law works? So Dan King wrote this for IJ, IJ IJ.org. I'll put a link to them in the description below the video. Uh, But the man did nothing wrong, but became the victim of an off-duty police officer's road rage. Road rage. Although the sheriff's deputy was convicted of assault, a federal district court gave the deputy qualified immunity and dismissed the civil rights lawsuit filed by the victim here. Institute for Justice is a national nonprofit law firm that seeks to hold government officials accountable, and they appealed this case to the 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. The 10th Circuit recently reversed the lower court's opinion and denied the officer qualified immunity, allowing the man to fight for justice to move forward. Uh, Officers who egregiously violate the Constitution should not be shielded by qualified immunity, says the attorney Marie Miller for the Institute for Justice. Today's decision upholds the rule of law and lets a good man seek justice in the courts. When officers abuse their authority by criminally assaulting people, they must be held accountable. In a decision from the three-judge panel, the uh, judge that wrote the opinion said, courts can protect officers' ability to make reasonable split-second law enforcement decisions when dealing with suspected violent criminals without protecting an officer who was himself the only violent criminal on the scene. (laughs) This is crazy. Uh, So what the man says here is the deputy tailed him and followed him home, held me at gunpoint illegally, but was then convicted for his actions. I'm pleased that my case can finally move forward, and I hope that my fight for accountability will open the door for others. Badges should not protect lawbreakers. So what happened was, and this is a pretty simple case, But back in March of 2018, and again, that's how long these things take to wind their way through the appellate process. In March of 2018, the man was driving home in his yellow Mustang in Roswell, New Mexico. He passed a black Ford pickup truck, and he did not know that, but the truck was being driven by an off-duty county sheriff's deputy. So he passed the black Ford pickup truck. Uh, There's no allegation that he did anything illegal. But the black pickup then followed him to his home, blocked him in his driveway. And by the way, the man did not know that the person in that truck was a police officer. So he got out of the Mustang and he, it turns out, was actually carrying a handgun. But he's legally allowed to do that. Okay, so the man who was followed by the crazy person in the pickup truck gets out, and it says here that the handgun was displayed openly in his pocket, but he did not 
pull it out and point it or anything like that, just in case someone's going to say that. But he got out of his vehicle, and it was obvious that he had it on him. And at that point, the off-duty officer yelled and cursed at him. So this is kind of complicated to understand, but the man in question who filed the lawsuit here had his toddler in his vehicle with him. Apparently, the out-of-control, off-duty deputy approached the vehicle from the other side, okay? And so at one point in time, the innocent driver is here, the driver's toddler is here, and the road-raging officer is here with his gun pointed at the man who did nothing wrong except pass him, and in between them is a toddler. So... um at that point, another sheriff's deputy arrived and convinced the road-raging officer to leave. So as noted, later on, that road-raging officer did go to jail for his actions this day, but he still got the qualified immunity after the man filed the lawsuit. Uh, interestingly enough, the man was never ticketed. So in other words, there's not even a claim here that like it was an illegal pass or that he was speeding or improper lane usage, none of that, none of that. And the road-raging officer was convicted of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and child abuse. <laughs> so the county fired the road-raging officer, but they also argued that what he did was outside the bounds of his employment. So they're saying, you can't sue us because what he was doing, he was off the, he was off the clock. And so... The man who's the victim here sued the off-duty officer and the sheriff's department, but that suit was dismissed by the district court in November of 21, so that took over three years from the time of the incident to when it got dismissed by the court. And so now the court has said, at the very least, you can sue that officer, and the qualified immunity will not protect him any further. And so keep in mind that with qualified immunity, there's got to be clearly established precedent that what the officer was doing was wrong and that he should have known it, but the precedent also has to come from that district. So this is happening in the 10th Circuit. It has to have happened in that circuit. And so if you found a case in another circuit where it was found to be wrong, well, that won't do it. You've got to find a case in your circuit. And we've talked about how absurd that is, and keep in mind that this rule of qualified immunity was invented it was invented by the courts. The courts just invented it. said, so, well, there's nothing on the law books that says this, but it makes sense to us. So we invented that. It's one of those things. And a lot of people accuse the courts of making up laws. Most of the time that courts do that, they're actually just interpreting the law, and they're interpreting it in a way that many people disagree with. And I've seen courts do that, where they say, well, the law says this, but we interpret it this way. And that makes a little more sense. But years ago, the courts just said, well, it doesn't seem right that you can just sue a police officer and say, well, I think he did something wrong. I'm going to sue him for what he did. Because as you can imagine, a lot of people are unhappy when they, for instance, get arrested by the police or their interactions with the police often don't go well. And so a lot of people out there, if they could, would sue the police just for their interactions. And, and on some level, that makes complete sense, right? But on the other hand, to say, oh, no, oh, no, they get carte blanche for anything they do unless a court in that circuit has created precedent that would put them on notice of what they're doing is wrong. 
And so because you need precedent to prove it's wrong, every single case gets thrown out until there's precedent, and so a precedent can't ever get made. Now, of course, there have been some examples where there are facts so insanely egregious that courts have said, okay, that's beyond the pale. That's something that anybody should have known. But that rarely happens. In this case, that appears to be what they're saying here, is the guy's off-duty, and he chases somebody. He pulls his weapon on them. And the guy wasn't even accused of breaking a traffic law. So it appears he's simply road raging, that the off-duty deputy is road raging. And so the court says, you know something, that's one we weren't, we're not going to protect the guy on that one. So it's, it's an interesting turn that they did this on appeal and they reversed it. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, they can appeal this to the Supreme Court. One of these days, one of these cases will get to the Supreme Court, and we'll see what happens then. But right now, it's happening circuit by circuit across America. So the Institute for Justice does great work. I highly recommend that you support them. Anything you can donate goes towards a great cause. They've also got a great website. I'll put a link in the description below the video. It's simply ij.org, ij.org. But Roger sent me this, and Steve, check it out. Dan King wrote it for the IJ. Appeals court reverses qualified immunity for deputy who held New Mexico man at gunpoint. And the deputy was off duty and was just simply angry about what happened in traffic. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If I had to live my life again, I'd make the same mistakes only sooner.